0: Yeah, it's a rare Sunday record <laughs> in my office. In Ooh. Sunday. Yeah.
1: Wait, in, in where do you typically record? In Sarah's well, office?
0: Yeah, normally I go, like, Sarah's office is, like, connected to our bedroom, and so I go up there while everybody does whatever downstairs, watches TV, finishes breakfast or whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, just so they don't, because the, my office is right off of the family room, so, you know, so they don't hear me, hear me like, cursing and stuff, and, oh. uh, you know, and just generally talking um yeah i'll go upstairs and and i can shut the bedroom door and the office door and be uninterrupted so but now i'm like I, I was thinking okay i gotta go home i gotta move my computer i was like wait a second i don't have to go upstairs i can just stay downstairs so it's gonna be weird i'm <laughs> gonna be I, i'm such a like a routine based person that i'm worried it might throw me off but we'll see <laughs> what are you, how are you doing
1: uh i'm doing all right had a wrestling show last night and i nice. did not lose my voice Oh, sweet. I know. I know. What the hell?
0: So you're not doing anything different. Just lucky. Just lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just lucked good. into it. Oh my good. gosh.
0: Is there a, is there a short version as to why you were having such a hell of a week? It sounded like on Tuesday. Oh
1: yeah. So, okay. We adopted a dog on yeah, Saturday, I saw that. Saturday prior, uh, Tuesday morning right before we had uh started recording we had decided that we were going to return him to the shelter uh... yeah not uh, not something that either of us wanted to do and it's not even something that we did because it was in our best interest but uh we did it because of his best interest because we could clearly tell he did not want to be here Mm. he had severe i shouldn't say had like past tense he has severe separation anxiety um so he needs a buddy he needs Mm. um another dog or a parent that's gonna work from home or be home all the time Mm. and we we can't do that we can't provide that Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't have somebody there constantly, like whenever he's on the couch and just snuggling with us, totally fine. But the second we get up, he's following us. He's uh, like shaking whenever he hears the sound of keys. We tried putting him in his crate and we literally closed the bedroom door and walked down the stairs. And in the time it took us to do that and open up the blink camera app because we have some indoor cameras and we had one pointed at his crate he had already just about broken out of the crate oh my gosh so there's there's no way we could have um there's there's no way we would have had the time to help him out really but uh i've got a good relationship with the she's the interim executive director of the humane society down here we do segments with her on the station every week Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I was actually like talking with her like back and forth pre and post adopting him and she, let me know. We, we returned him on Wednesday afternoon to the shelter, uh, July 5th, July 7th, Friday afternoon. She texts me and says, Waterloo just got adopted by a woman who has another older dog who he's going to be best friends with. And I was like, Oh my God, that's incredible. Sweet. <laughs> so I I um, am really happy about that. Yeah, kind of
0: a relief. And, then, <sighs> and so you guys are back on the hunt.
1: Uh, not for a while, no. Because oh, really, okay. really, what this did was um, I I knew I wasn't ready, um, but it, it really yeah. just uh, kind of reopened or just ripped open all those uh, all those wounds with Bosco. Yeah, because. Um, Obviously, we didn't have a choice with Bosco. Um, we It was put him down or watch him yeah. die suffering. But with Waterloo, we had the choice, you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard. It It's hard to make the choice to give a dog up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. But it sounds like it was the best thing to do. All right. Should we get going?
1: Yeah. Yeah, might as well. All right, welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. It's a shop about one thing, watching curb your enthusiasm for the first time.
0: I'm Tim Murphy.
1: And I'm Ted Hollowell.
0: And today we will be talking about Season 7, Episode 5, Denise Handicap. That's right, we're in the middle of Season 7. <laughs> but before that, what's the deal with stuff from our last episode? The Hot Towel I didn't have any trivia or tidbits or homework or anything like that. But let me know if this counts as Curb Your Continuity. I think it does. In the hot towel, Larry is able to run to Jeff's house and Ted Danson's house, yet Larry is constantly shown driving to Jeff and Susie's house in many other episodes, and a significant plot point of the freak book is that Larry and Cheryl needed to hire a limousine to take them to a party at Ted's house so they would be able to drink and still get home. If it was in the same neighborhood, you got to figure they could go, oh, let's walk home. We'll walk home. Unless they're... So unbelievably rich that they would hire a limo to sit outside just to go a couple, like, blocks where you could run, you know, a a house close enough that you could run there within a few minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe they're just so unfathomably rich that, like, they could take a limo to a neighbor's house. So I think they're playing a little fast and loose with the location. So I, I think it does count as curb your continuity. So there we go, but that's all. That's all I had. That's all you got. All we have wow. Yeah, all we got. Yep. All right. To any like news or anything? I don't think. Uh, I don't think I saw anything. No.
1: Dang. Okay. We are really just rolling through it today. Yeah. So okay, let me. Because um, I did not expect you to be done so quick. Let me pull up my <laughs> Patreon people. <laughs> if you have never listened to us before, we are not a research-heavy show, despite the last. Oh god, I, I don't I don't know. Eleven minutes? We had forty minutes last week. We, <laughs> I, I just published the episode for last week and we went forty minutes before we got to this point. Wow. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you have never listened to us before, we are not a research heavy show despite the last 11 minutes, uh, being exclusively research and bullshit, but we like to have our questions pop up naturally in the run of the episode and assign them to ourselves the week following as though we are giving ourselves homework. I've never seen these episodes before. Tim has never seen these episodes before in the last 14 years. If we miss anything, if we egregiously skip over anything, please send us an email or send us a tweet. It's at no hugging on Twitter. Or no hugging no learning show at gmail.com. We are unfortunately not on threads because we are not <laughs> on Instagram. Although, if you got any suggestions for what we should uh, make our, our Instagram username, let us know because no hugging is taken and no hugging, no learning is taken. And you know, I'm I'm super pissed. The person who has at no hugging has no posts, has like five followers. They have joined threads. Oh, come on. I know. What the hell? So it's not even that they're like inactive. It's just they're not using it.
0: I guess they're just using it to stalk their friends and stuff. I guess that's
1: it. That's it. I think I looked. Maybe if we just start harassing them in like mentions, you know, like a a mention a day in a post and a story where we're just constantly tagging them. regardless of context you know yeah. went to get ice cream this morning thanks at no hugging
0: <laughs> yeah you maybe know the, i was maybe they'll, uh, like surrender it to us or something i was looking up and, and i'm gonna cut this out in case someone goes and fucking snipes it um <laughs> so remember to cut this out and bleep this because i don't want anyone to <laughs> get it we. but i looked i was thinking about this and no hugging oh wait a minute hang on i fucked it up i think <laughs> i did no hugging no hugging no There's hugging actually, that's not yeah. the name of the show <laughs> no, tim no hugging so,
1: no hugging
0: is not taken.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We that might have to. might be the something. way to go.
0: Because no underscore hugging underscore no underscore learning <laughs> is taken. Is taken. I know. Yeah. Fuck. And no hugging, no learning straight. There's another one that made me mad because at no hugging, no, she uses hers. There was another one that like. She really doesn't though. Oh, she doesn't. No. no. Well, oh, she doesn't. no you, at, oh, no at Desiree. No zero
1: posts, four hundred seventy followers oh, yeah. on Threads.
0: You're right. That's obviously, and the picture makes me think spam bot. Like that's a porn spam
1: bot. I'm sorry, Desiree, if you're just a big <laughs> fan of Seinfeld and maybe you listen to this. <laughs> I doubt it. I will say I have talked to the people at who run the Champagne Video Store. Yeah. I've talked to the people who uh, run Sign Peaks, and they would be more than willing. To kind of like promote us on their stories and uh, yeah. and and give us a, a collab post maybe, um, ah. to kind of like get us some some followers. Yeah, but because I, I don't know if either of them listen, but they're all like they're constantly like posting really cool shit. Yeah. Um, and uh,
0: that's the I, other thing. We have, now we have to create picture content
1: yeah you know? <laughs> we, we can come up with shit. you' you you come up with so much shit that you could <laughs> you could easily do this.
0: I am I am constantly looking at the world through the eyes of Seinfeld. like for instance, just last night, like it was, it was probably midnight <laughs> before I went to bed, I saw the hilarious story that um, Bob Huggins, the coach of or the former coach of the West Virginia basketball team, like I don't know he got a DUI and then resigned. Or something, and then the story comes out yesterday that he says he never resigned as a basketball coach, and he wants his job back. And I'm like, this is Costanza at that property company that he worked where he Friday he stormed out and called his boss like stupid, and then and then Jerry was like, just show up on Monday like you were just blowing off steam, and that's what he does. <laughs> and I was like, this is he pulled a Costanza like I didn't resign, I still work here like what? <laughs> um, so yeah, I am I'm constantly looking for you, ways to connect
1: you know, any story to a Seinfeld storyline. Yeah, Tim, you, you see the world wild and in wild ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or how's but, it go? I, I see the world wildly and in wild ways. Is that the, I think you should leave volcano, yeah. statue, whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Don't call him creative. Don't <laughs> say like, anything uh... he says <laughs> yeah. is it's, it's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't say it. It's it's inappropriate. No, go ahead, say it. A bloody cock.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um. All right. So, so picture content should be no problem. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, we we're on Instagram and maybe more importantly, Threads.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. That's Me, the bottom the, line. The, the, the important one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I at? I have uh, no idea. I, I, I we, we kind of. <laughs> If you like us a little bit more than following us for free on social media, you can join us over on Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/nohugging, where for five bucks a month, you can get early and extended access to every single episode. I want to give a shout out to our lone one dollar a month. <laughs> Patron Michael Klatsky, Michael Klatsky, the only person in the spare a square tier. Michael Klatsky unfortunately does not get the early <laughs> access to the episodes, but Michael Klatsky does get a special thank you here. Michael Klatsky, thank you. Thanks. <gasps> and then we've got our it's a Hyundai tier. We have got H E Penny Packer. We've got Dry Bones, Nate Collins, Tamara Ortiz, the guys and gals at the Idiotville Podcast, John Murphy, but not <laughs> Kathleen Murphy. Zanika Legorio, J-Dog Conlord, Nick Kudla, Adam Webb, and Megan Stolarski. Thank you guys so much. Again, patreon.com slash nohugging. Five bucks a month. You can get early and extended access to all of our episodes, as well as, as we're recording this, um, I'm in the process of posting and scheduling our new Patreon-exclusive bullshit movie review for The Wizard! Yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah, we finally did a, a, a new movie review. It's been a long time coming. We both have had a, a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. where we've just been uh, real, real busy. But again, that is exclusive to Patreon, and that is exclusive to $5 members over on patreon.com slash hugging. Tim, what did you like about The Wizard without giving too much away?
0: Well, I mean, it was a huge part of my childhood. It was a movie I loved when I was growing up. And I'm—I don't think it's giving too much away to say that to me it held up. I really enjoyed uh, revisiting it.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about um, you? I—I I enjoyed it. because
0: I... <laughs> you'd never—this <laughs> was your first time watching it.
1: Yeah, i had never seen yeah. it before. It's—it's it's older than I am. Had so... you even heard of it? No, I had never wow. heard. of it. Not once. I do want to post a little clip. I want to start doing clips of the yeah. Patreon reviews on. Uh, the free feed and because that's where we have our like biggest uh, audience yeah so which part of the review do you want me to clip like only like five minutes or so
0: I don't know I'm trying to think of like a really funny let me look back through my notes and see if uh, you could I mean I don't know if this was super funny but you could always post the the Seinfeld connections that we had right off the bat where we talked about Christian Slater Fred Savage and Bo Bridges and then and also a little bit of Jenny Lewis why we were Uh, doing it in the first place um there's the oh there's the stuff about the punch sound effects was kind of funny oh oh i mean this might get you know some of the elder millennials to to pony up um talking about the power (laughs) glove scene
1: yeah the power glove scene might be the
0: yeah that might be the one to do
1: yeah i i think uh i think that's it i think that's gotta be it (laughs) yeah All right, yes, patreon.com slash nohugging. Five bucks a month, early and extended access for all of our episodes. All that being said, season seven, episode five, Denise Handicap. Or is it Denise Handicapped? Because Max has it as Denise Handicap, which is, I I, I think, correct, because that's what Larry says in the show. But IMDb, fandom uh av club rotten tomatoes all listed as denise handicapped
0: i think that's wrong i think max has it right
1: i think it's i think it's definitely wrong right yeah
0: that's really surprising yeah no it's (laughs) it's definitely because it refers to what larry says in the show
1: yeah yeah he 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 has denise handicap in in her phone not handicapped right right
0: right yes
1: But either way, Season 7, Episode 5, Denise Handicap, original air date, October 18th, 2009. And if you're looking in TV Guide that night, you are going to see Larry learns to embrace the upside of disability without actually being disabled and looks to disprove a rumor.
0: Interesting. Wow. I mean, it's
1: accurate.
0: But this is kind of an anomaly in, our, in the synopses because sometimes we hate them because they're inaccurate. But this one's accurate, but it still might not be good. We'll have to see if we can make it better uh, at the end. By the way, I do want to mention that the night this episode aired, Sarah and I were celebrating one year of wedded bliss
1: no way yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh that's actually really cool yeah,
0: really, i don't know if i i hope we were going out or something and not watching curb i don't remember what we were doing for our you can do both you can do both <laughs> yeah you know what we had already moved to jackson by this mm-hmm. point we got married and then we moved in around this time in 2009 so we were in jackson i don't know uh what we were doing i'd be very curious to to see if I could find that out somehow, <laughs> I'm sure she'll
1: remember. Like, hey, what did we do for our first wedding <laughs> anniversary? You and, know, oh, and, wait. you know, it's, yeah. it's been long enough that she can't fault you for not remembering. It's been 15 years.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know years, what? I, I, excuse I, me. I think I just remembered what we did um, before we left, and this was a, this was a cool gift before we left. Somehow, her coworker found out what like a really good restaurant near where we were going to live is and bought us a gift certificate to there which I thought was a cool wow. going how, away gift
1: how timely for not not necessarily this episode but last episode oh yeah the restaurant gift certificate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly but I thought that was a cool
0: going away gift it's like here's a here's a gift card to a local cool local restaurant where you're going and so I do remember that that's where we went on our 1 year anniversary it was called parker house i think and it was a really nice restaurant just a couple of you know a couple miles from where we lived in ridgeland the suburb of jackson that was it the parker
1: house House. parker's personal care home it's it's not
0: it closed um, uh yeah i think while we were still there we lived there for a long time so it closed up we did get to go a couple more times uh before it you know uh closed down but yeah it's, it's not around anymore parker house
1: Oh, here it is. Menus for Parker House in Ridgeland.
0: There you go. There you go. Wow! All right.
1: Fried boudin, crawfish Ooh. cakes. House. Uh, that's just the starters. Entrees: shrimp and grits. Oh yeah. Uh, fillet of beef tenderloin, redfish, parmesan. Mm. Uh, wow! You can tell me hungry that, again. You can tell that a place is fancy when they only have like eleven things totaled on their menu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was fancy for Ridgeland, especially. Good stuff. All right, remember uh, uh, unlocking memories. Okay. <laughs> so we open this episode at the 18th Street Coffee House which was at 1725 Broadway in Santa Monica and evidently it uh, was featured pretty heavily in the show Modern Family. I never watched, hmm. but if you're a Modern Family fan, maybe you recognized this place. Another
1: uh, another uh, Jeff um what's his real last name jeff not green jeff garland garland another jeff garland joint was he on that oh yeah wait no he's on the
0: he was on the the goldbergs for sure The
1: goldbergs that's what he was on it's one of those stupid fucking network shows yeah
0: yeah but this uh, the 18th street coffee house we're still outside (laughs) it closed for covid and has yet to reopen the last time google drove by though it has the same facade so maybe people are holding out hope for this uh, neighborhood coffee joint. Larry is in there whistling along to headphones, music he's listening to in headphones, whistling aloud in a quiet coffee shop while people are just trying to enjoy their day and and do work. One woman actually uh, inquires what he's listening to, and he says it's Chi Yun, and they both uh, talk about their love of this Chi Yun. I have no idea. I'm just going to write this down for next week. It seems like something that, like, Maybe at the time, people definitely know. I have no touchstone. I have no memory of Chi Yun, uh, or you know. So we're going to have to look up and, and see uh, what she was up to in 2009. Uh, Larry brags that he's been invited to a private recital, and he parlays that fact into a date uh, that this woman you know could accompany him if they maybe went on a pre-date to see if it would work out, and then they can go to this great private recital. And so she writes down her number and wheels it over to larry yes it's revealed that she is in a wheelchair and larry's feelings about this are written all over his face (laughs) i mean she must have felt like shit in any normal situation if you look like that at a person it's not good no (laughs) come on no it's not (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to be that much of an open book but this is curb so over at a restaurant that I couldn't quite make out the name. I could see it. The first word ends with YA and the other word is Venice. But I I, I looked for "Ya Venice restaurant, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Los Angeles, all of those, and, and nothing came back. So don't worry because there are plenty of real and, and fake um, exterior shots of restaurants in this episode. Uh, I might have to count them up at the end because I was like, God damn it, another location that <laughs> I have to pause it and like, go on a deep dive. So don't worry. But uh, this restaurant, Larry is there having lunch with Rosie O'Donnell and Jeff. And Larry mentions that he's going out with Denise tonight, the uh, woman in the wheelchair, because he was stuck. He's not going because he thinks that it might be a fun time. He would have canceled it immediately the, the second she rolled over there. If that was socially acceptable, but he says he's stuck, <laughs> and he didn't want her to think that he was a bad
1: guy, <laughs> so that's the yeah, because he's, he's definitely not. Because he's yeah. definitely not a bad guy.
0: Yeah, we 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 know this. Stringing her along is a much better option than just saying, "Uh, you know what? Let's uh, I I'm I'm horrible. I I can't go out with a person in a wheelchair. So at least to Larry, it is. Uh, and we do get a a small update on the reunion. Because he is in the middle of writing the Seinfeld show. As Jeff asked him, how's the Seinfeld show going? And he's writing it right now. So we we do get a little update on this uh, story arc. But no, that's it. No more actors from Seinfeld. No more reunion. Uh, And Larry and Rosie end up fighting over who is going to pay the check.
1: I thought this was really out of character for cheapskate Larry. Yeah. we, We know he's a cheapskate, but we also know, like... He's got all of these unwritten, invisible, social yeah. rules. So, I don't know. I guess they kind of, like, fight each other.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sometimes the rules of society. He knew going out to the lunch, like, he had prepared himself, I guess. Like, well, I invited her, so I guess I gotta, I'll gotta. i pay the check at the end. He, like, sort of thought to himself. And that superseded his cheapskateness because he had already prepared. But Rosie thinks she is responsible for paying the check because... I don't remember her reason.
1: Uh, because she, I think she said that she touched it first. Was that her reason? Yeah, maybe
0: she grabbed it first, or yeah, I don't remember. But it it gets physical. The fight gets physical uh, as as the scene as the scene ends. Uh, so outside Baskin Robbins, Larry runs into his friends that are hosting the Chi Yun private recital, and they also have a new baby that they have adopted, baby Kelsey. And Larry's baby talk here really cracked me up, especially the parents' reaction to it because he's like, "Oh, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer, little Fraser." And they're like, uh, yeah, don't call her Fraser. Don't, don't, don't call her Fraser. Interesting Ted dancing connection, though. Fraser from Cheers, of course. And oh Ted yeah, Danson, that's right. Big show there. Um, don't call her. <laughs> um, but here's something I thought was weird that this was just a quirk of I think the actors improvising. When you adopt a baby, do you really say we just got her? That seemed a little crass to me. (laughs) We we just got her.
1: Hmm, We just got her.
0: Yeah, we just got her. Like you didn't go to a store. Like this was probably a months long process of like applying and maybe even going like a trip to China. Like I mean, because it's it's an Asian child. I just got that the feeling that especially uh, a a girl baby from China like that is you know something. That's something people adopt. (laughs) Um, Now I'm talking like them. We just got her. It sounded like, uh, yeah, a little, (laughs) it just sounded crass. But Larry asks if she, because she's Asian, if chopstick use is inherent in Chinese infants. Uh, And he also asks if she'll inherit any mental illness from the parents that they know about. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) He's like, you don't want a schizophrenic. (laughs) Yeah. And also he's like, The first time she tries chopsticks, give me a call. Give me a call. I want to see that. (laughs) He wants to see if, you know, a baby, like two babies, one from China and an American that have never used chopsticks before. Would the Chinese baby be better at using chopsticks? Larry wants to know. And, and I like that the husband points out, so the American is the control group in that little experiment.
1: <laughs> God damn.
0: That was a funny thing to notice. This, by the way, uh, they're outside the Baskin Robbins that Larry met Richard Lewis at in the season six finale, the Bat Mitzvah, when they were talking about Richard hiring the director mistakenly not picking up on Larry's non-recommendation recommendation recommendation, and also uh, the other rumor episode that Richard Lewis asking him if it's true that he has a gerbil up his ass because that's what literally everyone has heard. Um, And Boca is still there, by the way, the women's clothing store across from Baskin-Robbins at 970 Monument Avenue in Pacific Palisades. But Baskin-Robbins, the last time Google drove by, was Armov Mediterranean Cuisine. So I don't know where you're going to get your ice cream if you're in the Pacific Palisades neighborhood these days. Over at... Yes, it's another location, Whetstone's Grill, which is fake. I was so surprised to find this out because they made a really nice-looking sign for Whetstone's Grill. Huh. Yeah. I was. Uh, but also I noticed that this is the W Hotel that Larry has to stand out uh, outside of um, with a placard that says, I steal silverware or whatever. Oh, my God. In that episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the exact same hotel. And he sees like... Everybody from that, yeah, that season that, that was going a season, into
1: the... That was a season finale. That was, that was like... Another, yeah. The culmination of that season was, wow, Larry standing outside of a restaurant wearing With a sign, sign saying it's... he steals silverware. Exactly. Oh, before the show took off, that's for sure. In, in my opinion, anyway. That's yeah, Whenever they really found yeah, their it, wheelhouse. Oh, that's whenever... Uh, we, I, I, I was still lucky to have one... Uh, starred episode in a season (laughs) well as they pull up to
0: whetstone's grill there is no ramp and so larry doesn't want to go anywhere else because that's going to suck up a lot of time he just wants to get this over with and so he decides to carry denise up the stairs and this is just what a woman wants if you have to carry her make a big production about how heavy that is yeah (laughs) yeah And what a what a, a hard chore, yeah. and just how you're really struggling with the weight of it all.
1: Yeah, and you know how <laughs> how the, the proper way to lift is lift with your back in a jerking, <laughs> twisting motion, like Larry yeah. is here, and the entire time from from the instance you pick them up to the time you reach where you're going, you just <laughs> constantly scream. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you lift, absolutely.
0: Exactly. That's that's what a woman wants on a first date. If you have mm-hmm. if, it, if it comes up that you're picking her up on a first date, uh, but then they notice they left the chair at the bottom of the steps. It's never revealed how they eventually got the wheelchair up to the top. But uh, I'm, I'm
1: assuming that Larry like sat her down on a ledge or something.
0: Yeah, on the steps or something,
1: <laughs> oh, or no. on the ground. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, I probably just dumped her on the ground, knowing Larry. Uh, but they do make it inside, and Larry won't stop complaining about having to carry her, saying his back is in such pain now. How am I going to play golf tomorrow? (laughs) That's his big sob story. And this, but this, this was kind of funny to me because, you know, he's like, I guess I'll have to get a cart. And she was like, oh, you don't get a cart. He's like, no, I walk. He's like, no, wait, I don't. I never walk. Uh, Walking's overrated, in fact, like, like pandering to this person who has been in a wheelchair for long enough that she is comfortable knowing that other people walk you know like but larry's going no no i i hate walking in fact anytime i walk it's just a move from one sitting position to another uh that's the <laughs> only time i walk um and she admits by the way that she was disappointed when larry showed up because he's bald and he was wearing a hat when they first met and now baldy shows up and larry gets it but you know he is, he's insulted by it and he mentioned that he was equally surprised when she turned out to be a wheelie. <laughs> oh my god! And then he gets into the like, what is the proper term? Disabled,
1: handicap? What do you? Are you challenged? Are you challenged? Wait, wait, she, as as he's saying, disabled, handicap. She starts saying, "Well, actually, both of those are pretty." And, yeah. She was going to say, like, I'm assuming she was going to say, pretty acceptable. Yeah. Pretty, pretty common. He says, challenged? Are you challenged? <laughs> and then at that point, she takes a beat and goes, well, I am now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty She's funny. She's just getting
1: so pissed off.
0: But at home, dropping her off, she invites him in, and Larry turns her down. But she does kind of guilt him into coming in, like, oh, it's because I'm in a wheelchair, right? And he's like, oh, uh, what? No. Of course I'll come in of course Uh, (laughs) and then we're treated to what may be the cringiest scene in the series to date oh my god this was so this wasn't even like cringe humor this was like just cringe to me and not because i felt like it was disrespectful to people in wheelchairs it was just that awkward like larry trying to figure out how to make out with her while she's still in the wheelchair like move to the couch i mean he he does end up saying like you know what how do we how do we do this and she's like we'll move to the bedroom um and so that's when larry like pushes her to the bed like catapulting her onto it <laughs> <laughs> he sees like this long hallway and takes that occasion to i guess cuz he didn't want to lift her again right that's probably it's got to be why he His did back it that still way hurts. Yeah. i just i just connected that that he saw the bed and he was like oh i'm going to have to pick her up onto it wait a second i got this runway here and i could go all the way down and and um yeah and so cut to Larry's feet kind of flailing around under the covers and then we see his head bobbing <laughs> under the covers and and as he comes up for air, you know, she's kind of like looking off into the distance kind of bored and he goes, "Anything?" She goes, "No." He goes, "Interesting." Yeah, so not Larry's not doing it for her. Whatever's going on. At home, Leon, uh, I'm sorry, this Leon hasn't come in yet, but Larry is listening to a message from John Fowler the uh, dude that he ran into who's ha- hosting the concert and he is disinviting Larry as his wife shouts about what a motherfucker Larry is in the background. The stuff that Larry said about the baby from Kelsey Grammer to the chopsticks to being a possible psychotic uh, has, has soured his relationship with the Fowlers.
1: They had a lot of time to think about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, this wa- This wasn't just like they got home and called Larry. This has been yeah. like a day and a half, at least. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, they've been stewing over it, and you can tell it's not a call that John wanted to make, but that he was, you know, very much goaded into by his wife. It sounds like, but it'll probably be for the best if Larry's not there. And Leon inquires about his date with Denise, but Larry says that you know, it, in the bedroom, it just she wasn't wasn't feeling it, and Larry insists to Leon that he brought it because Leon asked, "Did you bring it? Did you bring it?" And he wants to know if he doesn't know if the tepid response is because he's bad and doesn't know what he was doing or is it her condition? You feel like that's something. I mean, I got to put that on her. You know, you got to be a communicative lover. If you know, if there's anything like that, like the, the, those terms should have been expressed ahead of time. Like, yeah. hey, here's my situation in the bedroom. You know, <laughs> um,
1: here's here's my bedroom situation.
0: Any especially any, any wild card like that, you know, I feel like should be discussed before the first rendezvous. Uh, Leon is is doubtful because, you know, he he doesn't care if he brings it. The woman knows. And so he, he thinks that Larry didn't get he's like, you, you should have broke that ass in two pieces. <laughs> you should have come home with the bottom part of that ass. I thought that I mean it's at this point that i'm like jb smooth just has a gift anytime they just let him riff like he just did with larry and he'll do it again i think a little bit later on but this time oh yeah
1: talking about the phone contacts
0: um yeah 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 (laughs) but anytime he can just like riff on something like you know when he should have beat up that skinhead or in this case how you bring it to a woman It's just like so fucking funny. And he's like, well, no, I got to break up to her, but I got to do it face to face. And even Leon agrees that you can't break up with a woman in a wheelchair over the phone. So driving around uh, with Denise, there are no spots uh, around the restaurant. And Denise is like, oh, park in the handicap spot because she has brought her placard that she can hang (laughs) from. And so, wow, we got a spot. Larry is excited. We got a spot right in front of the restaurant. He is delighted. And inside... There is a huge line, and they didn't make a reservation, but Denise says, Oh, don't worry. Let's just go up there. So, when the hostess sees Denise is in a wheelchair, they are seated immediately. And on their way to the table, everybody is smiling at Larry. And when they sit down, they get free champagne from the restaurant. I mean, this is, uh, you know, Larry's finally being treated the way he feels he deserves. And it's all because of Denise. Uh, so, we didn't get this good of a shot of the location on the way in, but we cut to a little bit later and they, we, so we see a sign outside and we can tell that the restaurant was called I Kugini and it was at 1501 ocean Avenue, Ted ocean <laughs> Avenue. We're finally there, <laughs> not ocean Boulevard. Like last week, uh, we're on ocean Avenue in Santa Monica, but I Kugini closed in 2011 after 21 years of serving Delicious Italian seafood, and it was uh, right across from the Santa Monica Pier.
1: Oh, okay. it is, yeah. Okay,
0: so it, it really benefited a lot of tourists. Uh, ended up there, but it was also a popular neighborhood spot. And it is now Meat on Ocean Steakhouse. M E A T, Meat on Ocean. If that's a play on <laughs> a phrase, I don't know what. I don't know what it is because that sounds like sloppy steaks. It sounds like you can get <laughs> sloppy steaks there. It sounds well, like watery meat. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Hmm. There's, there's, there's some innuendo pun there that, uh, <laughs> that needs some work shopping.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's somewhere meat on ocean. Larry and Denise are treated to free pie from Ted Danson, who is also dining at I Kukini this evening. Larry though, and Denise, they're, they're way too full. So they kind of, you know, they're going to send the pie away, but Ted comes over and he insists that they try the pie. It's delicious. And when he meets Denise and then sees that she is in a wheelchair, he is impressed with Larry. So now his friends, you know, he's getting this response from his friends like, wow, you're you're, I guess, a good person because <laughs> Ted Danson's like, oh, surprising, very surprising, but nice. <laughs> Again, not something you say in front of somebody who, you know, that was kind of messed up on Ted's part. I feel yeah, like it like, says
1: it like in front of uh, in, in front of Denise. Yeah, basically calling her a charity
0: case like right in front of her. <laughs> very surprising, <laughs> but nice. Uh, and they, he puts the waiter in the middle of this fight over whether or not Larry and Denise are going to have a bite of this pie. Um, and Ted also, because he kind of loses the fight about not Larry not eating the pie, says, "You know what? I heard Rosie O'Donnell beat the crap out of you." <laughs> uh, and that's the rumor going around now. Uh, as he walks away, <laughs> this this interaction to me was hilarious because this is like when somebody from Seinfeld was brought into the group. The audience was treated to the fact that, like, oh, yeah, these people aren't normal. You know, like, when the Virgin was brought in to hearing about the contest, like, it was normal to the audience until we saw it through somebody outside the group's eyes. Like, you guys are having a contest about who can go the longest without masturbating? That is messed up. You realize that's, like, not something normal people do. And this was one of those situations because Larry goes, what? She didn't beat the crap out of me. The fight was stopped. And he's trying to, like, convince Denise that. And she just goes why are you fighting women? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, side point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's secondary to the fact that you fought a woman. Like, the fact that you lost, let's talk about, <laughs> let's unpack that later. Why are you fighting women? <laughs> uh, I thought that was a hilarious delivery uh, from her. So, walking, it was, it was again, a great button on the scene, like she got with, uh, I'm challenged at the moment, yeah. So, walking, taking a little stroll and a roll, as Larry calls it, after dinner, they run into the Fowlers, and this was... Again, Larry is getting everything he wants in the middle of this episode. His friends are treating him nicely. He's getting special treatment because he's with someone in a wheelchair. And now he is able to twist the knife in the Fowlers because and, and, he introduces them to Denise as, these are the people who disinvited us from the Chi-Yoon concert. <laughs> he literally... Inter- and they can't say anything because they, they did. That's, That's exactly
1: what they did, yeah. Stargate doesn't like sound they can... polite
0: to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not like they say no no but they do i mean because of the situation uh they do re-invite larry and denise because she's in a wheelchair to the concert and this to me was also hilarious because larry again got to give it to the fowlers because she's like oh my gosh please come we'll give you the best seat in the house <laughs> unless you already have it that gets oh. a, no response from him, and larry is able to go that's not funny that's not funny <laughs> You're bad people. I'm not a bad person. You're, that, that wasn't funny. And even as they leave, Larry makes sure to say it again. That wasn't funny, by the way. That wasn't funny about the seat. <laughs> uh, so down at the beach, Larry is there with Jeff and Susie and Sammy. And Susie demands that her fat fuck husband take a romantic walk with her on the beach. <laughs> I, that was funny how it escalated. Like, let's take a walk on the beach. Nah, I don't want to. Come on, I'll be
1: romantic. You can walk on the beach no no get your fat ass up <laughs> like that was like, so like funny. What, what did she say get your fat ass up it'll be fucking romantic <laughs> yeah, yeah god damn it
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> that was so funny um so larry is in charge of watching sammy and larry instead of watching sammy immediately goes to playing uh that sweet ass breakaway game that came with blackberries Oh my gosh, that took me <laughs> back. It was like the one thing you could do on a BlackBerry that made it kind of cool was play that little breakaway game yeah, where the ball and, would bounce. And, yeah.
1: and And also with this, we we get the exact phone that Larry has. We know that he's got like a smartphone now because we're yeah, in 2009, yeah. but we didn't know that it was a BlackBerry.
0: Yeah, that's right. Did you did you see which model it was by any chance? Oh, I didn't know No, notice. I didn't. Okay.
1: I, they, all of them looked the exact same until they made... What was it? The BlackBerry Storm, where it was all touchscreen.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Because BlackBerry held onto that keyboard; that was their thing—the the physical keyboard for the longest time. I did notice, interestingly enough, because I remember the early Blackberries; they were just like LCD screens. Um, but this one was in color, and it looked a little um, a little better. I can't remember, like LED lit from behind or something like yeah. that. You know, it looked a little better, and it was in color. Um, but as Larry's playing his BlackBerry game, like two seconds after Jeff and Susie walk off, Sammy begins drowning.
1: <laughs> like, geez, was there like a riptide right that or something? Like yeah. Right away.
0: <laughs> the worst riptide Santa Monica's ever had. Um, and Larry is like, Oh, I'll come on, save you. But he realizes he's still got his blackberry in his hand. So he's got to run back and throw it on the towel. But then he realizes he's leaving this piece of ele- expensive electronic equipment exposed. And so he runs back and covers it up with the towel and throws a towel in his chair. So any passing thieves might realize, not see it. Uh, and as he, runs back jeff has in the meantime rescued sammy or yeah rescued sammy because he'd only like been steps away i don't even know if larry was on the clock at that point you know i mean they're right to be pissed at him but they hadn't walked more than 10 feet you know uh so jeff rescues sammy and Susie is so pissed at larry that she chucks his blackberry into the ocean because that's the reason he's like oh, i had my phone i had to run back and get my phone and so blackberry and she chucks it into the ocean uh so back at home Larry is literally in a new phone who dis situation because he has no contacts. They were all in his phone. He didn't have any of written down or
1: memorized, including Denise because yeah, he has no way of calling her. He has no way of texting her. He doesn't have her address.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he even doesn't have her last name. Cause he was in the phone as Denise handicap because you put the <laughs> name in with some sort of association Uh, And Leon, as I bet a lot of people can, Leon can relate. He's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I got Nancy big tits because she has some big old tits. Uh, Janelle sweet ass. (laughs) Because I think he even says, because she got a sweet ass. Because she got a sweet ass. That makes sense. Yeah. But Nancy big tits was hilarious. Nancy
1: big tits.
0: Yeah. Um, But I have, I mean, you you do this, right?
1: Uh, I used to do this more. Um, but now like since I switched to my iPhone, it's yeah. got um a spot for first name, last name, and uh nickname occupation, yes. yeah. like uh, it's got all those other fields where yeah. if you don't have like full like name, it'll default to that yes. but you don't have to put like uh Tim podcast in as right. the name
0: these days I'm I was looking through my contacts after this and for sure I have a ton of people who are just like, you know lisa hair i don't even know when <laughs> someone named lisa did my hair i don't know who that is but most of the time i have person's name and then blank's dad Oh or maybe God. just the, or just the name of their kid. like I'm looking at this or, guy now Greg and I have in parentheses Brennan because that's his kid or um, actually <laughs> look at this I have Greg Promo. That's got to be uh, our old coworker.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Greg promo <laughs> what I what, what I always find funny and this is like one of the most boomer things is having like three separate contact entries like Marty work Marty Home. <laughs> Marty <laughs> Ma- Marty Mobile. Uh yes. w- when you can just have the same number on yeah, one contact. That's
0: right. <laughs> I don't th- I think you are, let me see, it'd be funny if you were still like Ted promo. <laughs> oh god. No, you're not. You're Ted Hollowell. You're Ted Hollowell.
1: <laughs> For the longest time. And honestly, I may still be this in his phone. Yeah. Uh my first uh one of my first like good friends in college. Um I and we ended up living together. Uh he was at my wedding. Uh, yeah. I'm still in his phone as Ted Erie. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of, because this is always a good phone topic, by the way, on,
0: on the radio. We always got a lot, like what, what are some funny contacts you have in your phone? Um, and people would call up and go, my husband is still, you know, Jim Blue Shirt or, oh Jim, or like Jim Tequila Cowboy, like the place they met or whatever. Like I, my husband is still, because I've just never gone in and changed it from when I met him the night that night you know um which i think is pretty funny so like if leon married nancy she would just be nancy big tits in his phone like all the the whole time but so here's funny my why section here's what i used to do and this goes back like several phones like maybe even before contacts were that good but um Everybody I worked with at Y101 has Y in front of the name. So there's Y Brandy, Y ah. Gwen, Y Katie, Y Lauren Ray. Yeah, everybody. So they would all be in the same <laughs> section. And when I needed to call somebody, I just hit the Y and all my Y101 people would pop up. So here's a funny story about that, though. My boss, her um, married name is, and I didn't know this because she goes by her maiden name, but her married name is Work. She married a guy named Alex Work.
1: Oh my God. And so when I saw her
0: I think I saw like her Instagram account or something. And she she's like, you know, she's like ten years younger than me. More than and she's like not as social media savvy. Like she doesn't use Instagram or anything as much as you would figure a thirty year old would. And so I saw her Instagram account and I was like, Oh yeah, it's funny, you you say your name is Zoe Work. I was like that's kind of funny because you know, working in radio you meet a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't want social media so I'm going to have Tim work and and she was like, yeah, that's my name. And I like laughed even harder. I was like, ha, could you imagine? I was like, be, Aww, I, I, Tim. I had I had that kind of reaction and she started laughing even harder. She's like, "No, that's my name." Cuz I didn't know she was married. I didn't know anything about her. Um, and she's like that my husband's last name. She like, that's hilarious. She thought it was like the funniest thing that I was like, ha- that I laughed even harder when she's like, yeah, that's my name. Well, I'm glad um, she took it well. I know. I know. But, that could have been so bad. But the funny thing is, she's like, it causes even more problems for her husband because people have <laughs> called her and like started or called him and got like, oh, hey, Alex, blah, blah, blah. And they're like talking. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, who's this? He's like, it's Alex. And they're like, oh my gosh, I was trying to call Alex from work. And I called what I thought was that contact Alex Work, but I actually <laughs> called my friend Alex last name Work. She's like that's happened a lot where people are calling him and they think it's somebody from work. Um, yeah, I was like that must cause like Abbott and Costello levels of like mistaken. I thought I thought I, called, I thought I
1: called Alex Work. This is Alex yeah, Work. This, this is, is Alex, Alex from work. work. Where do you work? <laughs> exactly. I work. There? I don't work there. This isn't Alex from but you, work. But oh, you cool. said this is Alex Work. Yeah. This is Alex Work. Yeah. I'm,
0: I was looking for Alex parentheses work, not Alex actual last name work. Um, yeah, but I, I had just never seen anybody do that because I mean, you've seen the, sh- the same thing, I'm sure, where people don't want a a social media profile, so they just put their last name as the radio station or work or whatever. That's I, that's totally what I thought she was doing because we were in a conversation about how she doesn't use social media. I'm like, oh, you just have it for work. And that's why it says work. <laughs> um, but everybody can relate to this and. Larry is now very upset because you can't ghost, you can't ghost a walker, as he says, much less someone in in, in a handicap situation. That'll make him even a worse person. Um, and so he knows what neighborhood she lives in because you remember she he dropped her off, but it was dark, and he's and so they come up with the idea to just go drive around. Maybe they'll find the house um, while they are driving around. Leon very succinctly elucidates the issue a lot of people have with gentrification. I found that this. I found he said a, a lot in just a couple of lines. He's like, he's like, hey, neighborhoods. Everything's so clean. Everything looks the same. Can't tell one thing from another. <laughs> I'm like, that's what gentrification just yeah. rips the soul out of a neighborhood and makes it all that's prefab. It. And I was like, Leon, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> um,
1: and I but, say that as someone literally sitting in a a new build house yeah. in a new build neighborhood. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I mean, at least there was nothing there when you were there. You didn't like rip out you know rip out a neighborhood and and make rent so high that the people with any soul couldn't live there No, um, you know and, and put in up uh, starbucks or whatever
1: pay hey, i, I personally a didn't box. do anything yeah <laughs> i didn't do shit I, I just i just bought the place so like I, don't yeah. don't don't get mad at me it's not like there was a a, 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 a lo- locally owned coffee shop and a senior center and a preschool nope housing
0: yeah yeah just houses so ted's and and i'm the same way i think I don't know who used to live here 50 years ago, but we're not gentrifiers. Nope, not me and Ted. Um, (laughs) But Larry does see a woman in a wheelchair, and Leon and Larry both come to the conclusion that they must know each other. And mostly it's because, you know, so they they kind of relate it to, if you lived in an all-white neighborhood, Leon, and there was another brother, as Larry says, Leon's like, I would know that brother. I would go up and talk to him. And Larry wants to double-check, by the way, that it's okay that he said the word brother. And Leon agrees, so I'm, I'm hoping that, that I'm okay there, too. I don't think that's a bad one. <laughs> um, but they were like, yeah, so if, if you're in a neighborhood with another person in a wheelchair, you probably know each other, is the conclusion they come to. And this actress, by the way, I wrote down that I, I had to look her up, and I was like, God, where do I recognize her from? Sarah walks into the room and sees her for one second. No Did you way, recognize really? her, by the way? No, yeah. I, of course I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Oh, maybe you're not a fan of the show. Because Sarah walks in and sees her for one second while I'm like, you know, like pulling my hair out over where I recognize her from. And Sarah goes, oh, a lady from the office. It's like, I didn't even ask, by the way. She just goes, hey, she's from the office. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. What's your name? So um, I don't know her name, but she plays the woman who takes over when Pam is going to go on maternity leave, I think, and like tries to get with Jim, tries to like get Jim to cheat on Pam with her because they have to go on like a business trip and stuff. And she like. You know they watch a movie and she's like in panties under the covers like constantly trying to get jim do you remember this were you an office guy
1: no no i i've no, seen okay. like i've seen uh up to and including the dundies episode the first dundies episode
0: oh okay yeah so this is much later um yeah
1: are we talking but... about nelly bertram
0: no portrayed um, by
1: her K- oh not Catherine tate no
0: no but her name might be kathy
1: Let's see. Um, It's interesting Uh, that the the. Joe Bennett, played by Kathy. No, definitely not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, her name's her. her, Um, Lindsay Broad. She was Kathy on The Office. I mean, that's that's her, right? That's her. Yeah, pretty sure. Anyway. Well, I just searched Lindsay. I just searched um Lindsay Broad. Curb your enthusiasm. Maybe I mixed her up with someone else from The Office.
1: She not have anything come up on on IMDb.
0: I just got to look up. Yeah, no. Uh, What's this called? Oh, yeah, Denise handicap i just got to look it up on imdb now just to see the full cast and crew oh wendy oh amy pietz all right maybe it's not her or maybe i missed it a- maybe it's not her wow no it's her it's her there's a picture of uh, her in the demo reel so she must not have played kathy um i wonder who she played on the office then she was in Marin. she's worked she has worked oh donna who the hell is donna <laughs> all right, I don't know, but she was on so I I just mixed up the character. I don't know. I will tell you what, I'm just going to I'm just going to save this for later cuz I recognized her why that you know and and Sarah recognized her so she was obviously on the office at some point. Amy Pietz. We'll figure it out next week. Okay. Um but she does have the funny line. She's like, "Oh, cuz she's in a wheelchair. Yeah, Denise me and Stephen Hawking, we hang out all the time because all <laughs> people in wheelchairs know each other." Uh, But the Larry charm does work on her, damn it. And she happens to be listening to Chi Yun. So, I mean, what's the difference between people in wheelchairs? Uh, We got, you know, one attractive woman in a wheelchair. Here's another one. So Larry arrives at the Fowlers with Wendy, not Denise. And after an awkward introduction with the Fowlers, Larry runs off. Because he sees Rosie O'Donnell and they argue over the fight about a check.
1: And yeah, he, he's asking, "Is like, are you going around telling people that you kicked my ass?" And she's like, "Yeah, so what of it?"
0: Yeah, she's like, "I did. I mean, that's that's what happened." So I'm just yeah. And she's like, "You were being an asshole about it." He's like, "Asshole. Assholes don't date the disabled." <laughs> and she's not my first.
1: <laughs> I oh love Rosie God. going. And-
0: well, you got me there.
1: <laughs> that was so good. She's like, well, yeah, you, yeah. Got, you got me there. Well, My you got friend. me
0: there, but you're still an asshole about the check. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they start fighting over who can do the nicest thing. I'm going to rent a yacht and invite all of our friends. We're going to go to Catalina <laughs> Island, and you're definitely coming. He's like, I'm going to fly your family out first class. and I'm going to put them up at the best hotel. <laughs> it was It was hilarious to me, the tone they were talking with. And it reminds me of one of my favorite Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and I should send it to you, Ted, because you'd love it. They're doing those like uh, wrestling cutaways. What was it like when Mean Gene would be like talking to a wrestler, and he's like, "When Hulk and I meet at SummerSlam," oh, and they like, would go off on a. Would it be yeah? Like a dur- name for during those, right? during
1: a match or no. just like oh just a just call it a the promo. the pre-recorded oh just a promo so the
0: promo and there's a great the, I think you should leave the char- I think it's in the characters right where he's like oh yeah yep, yeah beat me pretty bad. <laughs> don't spit on me it's a game <laughs> it's one of the funniest things he's ever done which is a long list but i, I love that one. he's like yep crap my pants <laughs> i love that one but it's it's so mystery science and the bots are dressed up as wrestlers only in their promos they're talking about how nice they're going to be the other person and you if you ever need a <laughs> ride to the airport i'll be there even for your 6 a.m flight it's funny and they go they're going back and forth and jonah is playing the the guy's like oh what do you have to say to that he's like i'll help you move brother And um, I I should find it and send it to you because I yeah please do. It's one of the one of the funniest ones. But the way they're talking, they're being so mean to each other. We're talking about I'm going to do the nicest thing for you. I'm going to show you. Um, And it does get um, as it starts getting physical. That's when the Fowlers announced that the performance is going to start. Larry runs into Jeff, who says Denise is here, and so Larry's in a a bit of a situation. (laughs) And, And he sees that Larry has shown up with another disabled woman and he goes what is with you <laughs> and then i love as he walks off because uh larry's like what am i gonna do and jeff's like i don't know uh, enjoy and he walks off
1: i love the reveal that denise is there because we obviously w- why would we think that she's there but yeah. jeff like moves a little bit and yes. there she is Yes, it's so good. It it's was like Denise is here Denise and like is ge- here. and gestures a little <laughs> bit and like boom, of course she is. And he Larry wheels
0: Wendy into the closet. He as he explains to Denise what's going on, so she knew the Fowler's cuz she had met them and so she called uh, information and got yeah. their phone number and explained everything and got the address and so that's why she's there. And so he explains it, "Oh, my phone uh, Susie threw it into the ocean I had to get an all new one I don't have any contacts uh, except his new phone starts ringing at that point and as he fumbles with it it lands in Denise's lap and she sees that it's Wendy wheelchair and so
1: <laughs> Wendy she picks up the phone. wheelchair
0: Wendy wheelchair she picks up the phone and says you're in the closet and uh, lets Wendy out of the closet as they both confront he's like who are you Wendy wheelchair who are you denise handicap as that's what they ask uh <laughs> and larry tells them and so they both start chasing larry through the performance and he uh finds refuge from them up a couple of stairs but that's when this was this was this was so badass i love this part when rosie's like i'll take it from here ladies and, <laughs> and starts start walking just, up the steps? That was so, almost like, it almost would have been cool if she had, like, cocked her arms, like uh, Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible. <laughs> like, I'll take it from <laughs> here, ladies. <laughs> as, like, fro- as Frolic starts up, as she chases Larry up the steps and we hear a commotion. And that is the end of the episode. All righty. Um, what do we got for homework this week? Uh, Chi Yun. Why was it such a, because Chi Yun played herself. This was not a made-up violinist. Um, I should. I'm going to try to see if there's some Chi Yun on Spotify as I go back. I got to go back to this birthday party, so I'm going to try to listen to some Chi Yun and okay. just find out what kind of um, uh, phenomenon she happened to be. There is Chi Yun on on Spotify. What what kind of phenomenon she was in 2009? And also Amy Pietz. Where do I uh, recognize her from? Uh, what do you like for cover art this week? I mean, Larry. I mean, it's the, the final shot, which uh, you know we we haven't gone back to as much. But it is always a good place to start talking about it. And that's the ladies looking up at Larry, you know, the camera behind him and the ladies down at the bottom. It does give away the whole episode, but hell, you should be watching it anyway, along with us. Well,
1: what, of Larry running up the steps?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we, we could
1: always do, because I had this idea of, there's a shot of, from behind the ladies looking up at Larry after Wendy Wheelchair comes out of the closet.
0: That's true, Um, too. There's that,
1: but I also really like just Rosie and Larry at lunch, just, like, kind of arguing over the
0: check. Yeah, over the check. That's a good one. Yeah, and you could even maybe get them, like, standing up and and fighting over it at some point. All good stuff.
1: All right, let's see what we can do about this week's description. So we had, Larry learns to embrace the upside of disability without actually being disabled and looks to disprove a rumor. <laughs> I don't know if I dislike
0: it as much as I did at the beginning. Where where are you on this?
1: I, it's it's so generic. Yeah. I don't know. It I looks hate disprove without having a to be rumor. <gasps> wow, that doesn't sound like anything that's happened this season so far.
0: <laughs> I hate also without having to be disabled. You don't even have to say learns. Larry embraces Larry embraces
1: the upside, the upside of disability.
0: Of disability. Um. What about we? What if we even put in there like Larry embraces the upside of his date's disability? I mean, I I, I hate to say girlfriend or new new love interest because that's just too wordy. But
1: because and they're not they're not like dating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Larry, I like that. Larry embraces the upside of his date's disability. disability.
1: Do we need? Do we need any?
0: I, I was gonna say. I mean, the rumor isn't a big a big deal.
1: Yeah, it's not nearly the level of the same season rumor. I-, I think, or was this last season of Larry putting the gerbil up his ass?
0: That was the season six finale.
1: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're only five episodes removed from that.
0: Yeah. Um. So I, I, I mean, just take out the rumor. We don't, we don't need it. Tries yeah. to disprove a rumor. Like... Yeah. Just,
1: just end it. End it after the disability. Which, and what do you do? To out disprove of context it? sounds very bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, honestly, I could say like Larry. Larry endures the ups and downs of his date's disability because there, there is the whole thing about him making love and not knowing if he's bad or, or, or it's her condition. As he said, do we like that or his ups and down? Da- does ups and downs make it too? Cause that's, that's wh- where your mind would go with Larry. Yeah. Like, Oh, of course being disabled is a bad thing. So uh, I think we probably t- downs makes it more generic by adding more information.
1: I, yeah, I I think just keep it upside. Yeah.
0: Larry embraces the upside of his date's disability. There it is. Perfect.
1: All right, Tim, did you like this episode? This was a real... This
0: was a tough one to grade because I didn't like it at first, but I thought the end was so good, it almost pulled up the rest of the episode. And even talking about it, I don't remember what I disliked about it. So I might give this a star low low. Okay. Yeah, because because the way it all came around and Larry like bringing... Just, just trading one disabled woman for another, <laughs> and like I thought it was so funny, and them discovery and Jeff going, "What is with you?" Um, <laughs> it was was very funny. So I I think that's wh- I think that's where I'm going to land on this. What about you?
1: Okay, I uh, I think I'm going with a star low, um yeah. because I, I I did think it was very funny, but not quite like laugh out loud like dying of laughter funny. It was all it was very like chuckling at circumstances.
0: Right. And and the way I had to uh, cuz last week I gave out a star low and I'm like it wasn't funnier than the hot towel, but exactly. it was funnier than the average episode. So that's, that's why what, it's got to be low. That's exactly low-low. what
1: I'm thinking yep. because I gave uh my my new ranking of a star high low <laughs> last week to to the hot towel and it was not funnier than the hot towel.
0: Yeah. That's exactly right. It sounds like we both in our own respective <laughs>
1: grading systems, landed exactly at the same place on <laughs> same this episode. fucking spot. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, next week, we've got season seven, episode six, "The Bear Midriff." Original air date October twenty fifth, two thousand and nine. And if you are looking in TV Guide that night, you are going to see Larry and Jerry Seinfeld consider incorporating Larry's latest real life experience into the reunion show.
0: Alright, so finally it seems like we're gonna get some Jerry at least. Yeah. Uh, th- this
1: <laughs> yeah. Episode three and six of a ten episode season are where we get actual appearances by Seinfeld.
0: And I mean that synopsis, it on its face, not knowing anything about the episode, it kinda sucks, right?
1: It's bad. It's not
0: good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. Like Larry and Jerry think about incorporating I, I, like, I always
1: like how you're like just kind of like tiptoeing and like still trying to be respectful it's it could be a little better couldn't it and i'm just like no it fucking sucks
0: (laughs) yeah i don't i it's like so wordy and like his i think we'll be able to talk a little bit about whatever this life experience is it it sounds like something too that how long are they going to spend the whole episode wondering if they should put this experience in the show I highly oh, I doubt hope it. not. I highly <laughs> doubt it. So, all right. I think we'll be able to make that better, but I don't I don't remember what this episode's about. So, we'll have to see next week. All right, is that it? Yeah, I think that is it.
1: All right, for no
0: hugging, no learning. I'm Tim Murphy.
1: I'm Ted Halwell. Be good.